to episode 57 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So what I love about the holidays, about this time of year, actually, not just uh, Christmas and all that good stuff, but movie trailers. And we've got a shitload of movie trailers to talk about that come out, or you know, they're not going to come out till this summer, but this time of year, they always like drop that shit, you know, for us to drool over and, and get excited for. Um, so I want to just talk about some of the tra- trailers that just kind of dropped the last couple of days. What was something that kind of, what was something that kind of stood out for you, uh, trailer wise, well, good, if, good or bad. If we're going to go over. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if we're going to go good, uh, let, let's talk about the giant good that just happened. Oh. I think it was last night that came out. Yes. It was Spider-Man, Spider-Man homecoming. Oh. And holy shit. Um, Man, uh, I, you know, I, I've watched the rec- I've recently in the last couple of months, I've watched the the Tobey Maguire, the first two Spider Mans, mm-hmm. um, and I went back and watched the the first Andrew Garfield Spider Man, and they both, all three of those, still they're still pretty good. Yeah. Um, but there's something there's something about this one and this kid doing it. It it, it looks like. It just looks like Spider-Man. The suit is a little bit different. I'm a little wary about the technology, um, you know, with the whole Tony Stark being basically in every goddamn Marvel movie, <laughs> um, which is really, really annoying sometimes. I mean, he's, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is great, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but I feel like it's like an oversight. It's like it's it's like Marvel's uh, Wolverine, basically. Yeah. But but there's just some and the fact that marvel has spider-man now there's just something about this spider-man that if i would ever watch a live version spider-man this is it because they got somebody who looks like they actually belong in high school mm-hmm. and on top of that the visuals that we saw were ridiculous and oh my god michael keaton's in it um he looks and, evil and the the way and the yeah and the way that the trailer ended with with spider-man swinging through the city with iron man you know, behind him. Oh my God, you could not have ended a, you could not have ended that trailer any better. They don't need to show another single frame of that movie until it comes out. I don't want them to show anymore. <laughs> no, I don't want to see anything. Um, uh, <clears throat> and that's a teaser too. That that was, was yeah. it, was it a teaser? Yeah, it was Jesus. just a teaser. They, there was no plot points to it other than you could see that he's struggling being a teenager and that he really wants to be out of high school and fighting crime. And Tony Stark's like, dude, don't, grow up so fast you know don't worry about it just yeah see that's the problem i kind of have is 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 in the comic books he didn't have a mentor he was doing this all on his own so it made it even worse mm-hmm. um he didn't ha- he didn't have a billionaire technology guy giving him upgrades and shit like that he had to build all that stuff himself right so that's the it takes away from how brilliant um peter parker actually kind of is mm-hmm. um from the comic book. So I, that part, I, I kind of don't like, um, I, have I don't know. What do you think about well, that? Well, I have to agree with you there because that felt kind of funny to me that he'd have this, um, you know, billionaire, uh, guy that's, that just hands over technology and gives him, you know, money whenever he needs it to build something or builds it himself and gives it to him, you know, and that's not Spider-Man. Spider-Man builds everything from scratch. Um, but I understand why he's in there because from a movie goer point of view, like people that are not us, but just people that go to the movies in general, by seeing Tony Stark in the trailer, they're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I got to go watch this because Tony Stark's in it, you know? And, but f- that's the average movie goer. But for comic geeks, I mean, I'm, it was excited to see him fly next to him, but to have him mentoring him and all that stuff was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, he usually is kind of on his own. I mean, he's got real world problems, and he's Spider Man. You know. Well, that's the that's the thing about Spider Man was that you know he he's a teenager, and yeah, yeah, they got him looking as a teenager, but that that teenage angst on top of the fact that he has all this burden on top of mm-hmm. on top of that as well, being a superhero, and the fact that Uncle Ben died because of him, you know, all this stuff, and the fact that he has somebody to guide him that's already a superhero. Um kind of takes from that, you know, takes away from Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man is pretty well respected for the fact that when you do find out who he is, he's just a kid. And I don't know, to me, I guess I'm kind of nitpicking because I'm, I'm, you know, it is Marvel and they definitely had a hand in, 
you know, it is their baby now. They got him back. So, so I'm kind of nitpicking a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if, if, if Robert Downey Jr. wasn't so goddamn good, I, I would not want him even close to Spider-Man. But, yeah. you know, I, I don't think he's necessary in there, but they kind of set that, they set that bar already or set that tone already from the first, uh, from Civil War. So they kind of went with it. I'll tell you what I did like is that I didn't see any kind of origin story kind of thing, which it's been done to death. You know, I'm looking at you, Batman. So, um, <laughs> yeah. it's, that was kind of good, but Michael Keaton, oh man, he looked fucking awesome, and he sounded awesome. He sounds like he's like a big time villain, and I like that. You know, I really I, yeah. He rem- he's played a villain like very a very few handful of times, and when he has, he's he's, he's been pretty bad, menacing. Um, yeah. Um, so moving along because we could just talk about this trailer forever. I know a really it's loaded casserole episode. So many, so, so many. We have that visuals. one spectrum where the the Spider Man Homecoming was. All, all amazingly good, even though we just nitpicked it a little bit. Um, on the other spectrum of that, god fucking awful, the Transformers trailer dropped oh, too. Oh, don't the get me Transformers started. Last night. Oh my god, it, it that was that was horrible. That was not good at all. Like I, I expected. I don't know what I expected, man, because every time the Transformers movies come on, I know it's going to be crap. But there's like this little glimmer of hope of like, oh please, like finally do the Transformers justice. And and when they said they were doing the brain trust, which to me now is like an oxymoron, um, they, this came out and I was like, why, what is this piece of shit? And why are they in the, you know, why are they fighting along nights and shit? Like, I don't know what's going on. And why is Mark Wahlberg back in this thing? And why is like, now they brought back, what's his name? Um, Josh Dumal, I think, right? Then they bring him back, right? And so yeah. now they're fighting together, and I'm like, wasn't that guy an inventor? And like now, all of a sudden, he's like this top official, like like he's like with SWAT team now, like going after you know Transformers. There's so many, there's so many problems already with the trailer alone that I have a problem with. First thing that I can't believe that actually happened in this trailer is that how the fuck did they get Anthony Hopkins to fucking be in this movie? Oh my god! I don't money. You know, I don't know. I, because I, I think it that guy like he's old. Maybe he wants to just cash in some checks before because it definitely isn't because of the the, the you know the the material. I don't know. That was the first thing that stood out. I don't know, but he was in Mission Impossible too, also, which is like considered the worst one out of all of them. But I didn't mind it. He, I didn't mind the second one just, just because I like the visuals of John Woo. He brings gravitas. He brings like this you know his acting ability and everything into stuff and makes things better but i don't think he can make something like this better like he he's gonna that would be like yeah that's like putting that's like putting a that's like a that's like a homeless guy putting a chandelier in a, in a cardboard box <laughs> it's, not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna look good uh yeah i mean he's he's amazing in westworld like he should get an emmy for that fucking role um he's just an, oh, he's yeah, just yeah. so awesome in that um so yeah, this is kind of a big step back for him, but they must have backed the money truck up, you know. Jack Nicholson. So the wasn't other thing Bill. that the other thing that bothered me about this trailer was he's you know he's doing the he's doing the monologue over the you know all these like obviously Michael Basin's shits blowing up. Mm-hmm. The music I thought for the trailer was pretty good. That yeah. was the, probably my only good thing about the trailer. But so they say like you know Optimus Prime has left us, right? And you see him like frozen in space, and then like. 30 seconds later, he's fucking there fighting Bumblebee. <laughs> and I'm just like, what kind of, what kind of shit is that? Like you just ruined like a plot point. Like you just tell us one thing and then like, you know, it's like uh, Superman dying in Batman V Superman. And then he dies for like five minutes of the movie, you know, cause the sand starts raising off the, the coffin. It's fucking stupid. It, I swear to God, like Michael Bay and, and Zack Snyder are, are, are of the same mold now as far oh as like plot goes. They're probably the same person. Are they ever in the same place at the same time? No, that's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, this just looks god awful. Um, I don't even know. This is like probably the Warcraft of this year, but whatever. This is there's Unicron in it too. Apparently, it looked like which is the ultimate uh, Transformer baddie, right? Like, why wouldn't they save him right. later? Um, I don't know. I was I was wondering like they're they're basically just they're doing what. Um, like once upon a time, that TV show and mm-hmm. 
what's another show that I stopped watching? Uh, Gotham, where they're just pulling in like all these different Transformers that are that are big names and just you know just splattering it on the fucking screen and not giving it like any care do justice. Yeah. I mean, Orson Welles was the person who voiced that character, you know, in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. It was actually his last acting role was a, was in the Transformers wow. movie. Um, <laughs> But, you know, like the last time we got, the last time I was excited for a Transformer being in a movie was Devastator. And obviously they completely <laughs> fucked that up by putting <laughs> testicles on him. Oh, and yeah. And like, I was wondering if they were going to put like a big giant like dick on Unicron. <laughs> so like he fucks the earth or something. <laughs> like he gives the earth Transformers herpes and that's why Bumblebee's fighting Optimus Prime. <laughs> Optimus Prime's got like the severe STD that's that's making him yeah. fight everybody. <laughs> Optimus Prime has the heavy from Unicron, and Bumblebee <laughs> Bumblebee is the like the spermicide protector of Earth. <laughs> I actually want to see that movie now. <laughs> that, that sounds <laughs> yeah, that's better. If that, that's if that's what he did. That, that's what he did. But I can guarantee you, there's going to be a shit ton of explosions. There's going to be lots of slow motion. There's going to be plot points that make no sense, and there's going to, the the plot will probably take place in a, like in three days, but you're going to see sixty sunsets. Right, <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg is going to continue in his horrible acting, and it's, oh, it's a transformer. He's going to let you. He's going to let you know that he's an inventor like sixty times in the movie. Right, <laughs> but now now he's a Navy SEAL. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking like. All right, let's... he looks like he it, he looks like he might even take over that Jeff Goldblum role of Independence Day, where he you know he's the guy who knows, or like the Nicolas Cage role in um, The Rock, in The Rock, where he's uh, where he's just a scientist, right? He's just going along for case, the ride. Inventor. Yeah, yeah, and he's the only one. He's the only one who can do whatever the hell they want him to do, right? Because like, remember they said that in The Rock, right? And he's like, he's the only one that can do it. But basically, all he did was pull those green balls out of the thing and pull the chip out, and that's it. And anybody could have done like that. A, <laughs> yeah. Like, a, a kid who was really good at, like, Jenga could have fucking done that. You're shitting on another Michael Bay movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. All right. Well, let's not waste any more breath on that movie, but... um so another another trailer. Right, let's 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 go with the lower let's go with the lower end. The lower end. Let's go with the mummy. Well, the mummy. Yeah. Uh, let's, yeah. let's stay on the low spectrum. The mummy. Well, um, I watched that so trailer. This and is I, the remake. I miss with the Brendan Fraser ones. Yeah, I miss Brendan Fraser after I saw this trailer. I I just he looks Tom Cruise looks like he's out of place for some reason. I I don't like when I heard this casting well, news. He fucking dies in the movie, and they show him revitalizing. It's like Michael Bay directed this trailer. Yeah, they're like, let me show you what happens. Let me tell you, he's gonna be like the supernatural. Something you know, you probably could have had like you. You probably could have had Anthony Hopkins like monologuing (laughs) at the beginning of this, and and said like Tom Cruise has left us, and then like thirty seconds later he awakens in the fucking body bag. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he's back. He's back fighting the mummy. So from what I understand, you know, Universal has owned the monster properties for many, many years, like seventy five, eighty years, something like that. And back in the day when Boris Karloff did. I think pretty much all the roles, but like uh, now they're trying to create, you know, and I know you hate this term, you know, cinematic universe because Marvel coined that it should only be Marvel using it. No one else, but universal wants to do a monster, you know, cinematic universe. So this is the first. And if it's successful, then you're going to see Frankenstein and the mummy and wolf and wolf uh, man. And uh, who the fuck ever knows. And Creature then, from the black lagoon. Right, right. Like every monster available. And then they're going to create like a monster Avengers type thing, which I don't know how I feel about that. That means like every, every monster has to survive at the end of each movie. Then they create like, you know, a big monster movie. Um, so I don't know uh, that. Oh yeah. That would be Dracula too. Right. Dracula, yeah, yeah, they own all the properties of that shit. So, yeah, it's Dracula, the Mummy, Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and Wolfman. Yeah, no, you know, if they said something like that years ago, I might get excited about it, but I don't. I just, oh, I think Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde also is part of that. Oh yeah, he is. He actually isn't. That's uh, that's what it's Russell Crowe is Doctor Jekyll. Oh, that's why. Okay. That makes more sense now. Cause I was like, what the fuck is he doing in this movie? Like, yeah. okay. 
Well, I mean, I guess that's the first time Russell Crowe and Tom Cruise are in the same movie, but it just does. They just Tom Cruise looks out of place. I don't know. Like, I I guess that's yeah, reserved sadly, judgment. Sadly, if sadly, like ten or fifteen years ago, fifteen years ago, if you told me Russell Crowe and Tom Cruise were going to be in a mummy movie, I would have lost my shit. Yeah, totally. But, you know, I would have been, like, oh my god, that movie's going to be awesome. And then, you know, what you realize nowadays, it doesn't matter if you get quality no name actors. And a good story to build around it. As long as the story works really well, you don't need to pay somebody twenty million dollars to be in a, to right. be in a movie like this. Right. I mean, it's going to be spe- obviously it's special effects laden anyway. I mean, the trailer looked like they the trailer alone looked like there was fifty million dollars spent on yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Probably Tom Cruise was Tom Cruise was probably twenty million of that. It's overproduced, man. They make too many these huge temple movies that are just overly heavily CGI'd, and the the mummy chick didn't even look really that good. I thought she looked ridiculous. She it reminded me of she looked like a better version. She looked like a better version of Suicide the, Squad the villain. In, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought too. Immediately, I was like, "Oh no, you need to change her look because that's already been done with the Enchantress. Like, you got to get away from that hippie dance shit." Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm not really that excited about this movie, uh, but if it's the only, I probably won't see it. Yeah. Chances are I'll probably end up watching it and have to review it while you sit and listen to me, uh, bitch. About the it. only way I would, the only way I would go. I, okay. So I'm not going to go see transformers. There's no fucking way. No <laughs> way I'm going to see transformers. Right. Cause I already know like the rotten tomatoes rating or the rating, whatever coming out of the movies. It's okay, going to be like 30%. Hold on. Okay, so what if – here's a hypothetical for you, a, a, a crazy hypothetical. But what if – what if Rotten Tomatoes held steady at like a 90%? No, 85%. 85%. Like it held steady. This is also – For like this 250 is, this is also reviews. After, this is also after I win the lottery and pigs fly, right? <laughs> and monkeys fly out of your butt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all of that stuff. I mean, yeah, okay, look, if Transformers The Last Night is at 90% after 200 reviews or 100 reviews, I'll go see the movie. Okay, all right, you heard it right here. He said it. Okay, we'll see. But it's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> yeah, just like the Jets aren't making the playoffs, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, some miracle. it's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. All right, well, we have it on the t- mummy. The Mummy, <laughs> I mean, even though the trailer looked like shit for The Mummy, you know, it, it, you don't know what that movie's going to be because we we don't. There's no, there's no uh, background to that movie. There's no other previous movies that Tom Cruise was in. This isn't like the Mummy Three, right? You know? Right. So, so there's a chance that this movie could be pretty good. So if the ratings come back, you know, high, I'll go see the Mummy. But right now, I, I'm there's no way I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, moving along to something that was more fun. Um. The Baywatch trailer dropped too. I was really uh, surprised, and and they're making that rated R, correct? Because they were cursing, in the, so. they were cursing in the trailer and everything, and I was like, "What?" Like, look, what I, I've said, I said, we've said it before. I will basically watch anything The Rock is in, and when you put The Rock in a situation like that, where it's like action comedy, because I loved him in the Rundown. Yeah, me too. Um, haven't done that in a while with uh, Sean William Scott, um, and that was the first time I actually watched The Rock in something where I was like, "He's not The Rock." Because like even in the mum in the in the Scorpion King movie he was the Rock yeah you know um, and then he did a movie called Walking Tall the remake that's been remade like four times oh yeah um, he he didn't look like the, he didn't seem like the Rock there and then of course the run but the rundown was the first time I saw him in something that he didn't look like the he didn't look like the Rock or acting like the Rock right but it, in Baywatch it's that action comedy and like sign me up the Rock is awesome yeah you know it like, looks fun it looks like a lot of fun yeah. So I'm I'm ex- actually excited about to see that. Um, even if it's called Baywatch, I don't care. I mean, they make fun of it, but it just looks like kind no, of fun. You know what? It, it, it seemed – it didn't seem like Baywatch. I mean, yeah, there were certain things about it that made you think about Baywatch, but the fact that like once the, once they started speaking, like The Rock started speaking about shit and, and, and then you know doing the funny jokes and the cursing and all that other stuff, like – I completely – it didn't kind of care anymore that it it was called – or I didn't even think that it was called – like it was from Baywatch and Hasselhoff. Right, right. I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't show Hasselhoff in the trailer. I don't know if he's actually in the movie, but I'm glad they didn't show him in the trailer. Well, I want to see him drunk and falling into the water and, and nobody saves him. He just like just drowns. And eating a hamburger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> yeah, but it, that looks um, that looks pretty funny. But um, the one trailer that came out, I think it was either today or yesterday, also was uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, and that just looks. I didn't even know that was going to. Dro- I didn't even know that was dropping. I didn't either. But oh my god, dude, that that series just keeps getting better. Like those guys know what they're doing. You know, I hope I hope it's I, well, we can only hope like the trailer looked great. The trailer looked like they were right on the same page with the last movie and the last movie was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and and this one looks just as good. And I, I can't believe they make you they really do make you care so much for Caesar in, in the movies. And that's what makes this that's yeah. what makes this. Ser- I mean, the story is actually pretty good. Like the, the acting you know the the apes and the the human characters. Actually, the apes. Actually, I feel like I'm I'm more relatable to the apes than I am to the human characters in the last one. Yeah. But, but the the story itself is really good, and you really sympathize with the apes of what they're going through. And it looks like in this one, like the humans just want to rage war, and it seems yeah. like a stupid human thing to they do just, that they would fucking do that. But it's typical. I mean, the apes just want to be left the fuck alone. You know, they're just like. Well, I think I think know. I think you have to remember too that the apes were part of the reason why the humans were were almost extinct mm-hmm. just because of that disease that was spread. Right. And the apes are immune to it. But so like typical, like, you know, American gung ho army person doesn't want to listen to reason and probably just wants to kill all the apes thinking like, you know, they wiped out all the humans on purpose, which if you've been following the, you know, ape, this new version of the apes, like it, that's not the case. No. So, I, I, at some point I in time, maybe in this movie, yeah, me too. At, at some point in time, Caesar's going to have to turn hard ass and become the Caesar that you see later on when like Charleston Charlton Heston comes, right? You know, because he's going because he's still he's still part of like he still believes in the humans and he still believes that there's good in them. But there's there's it feels like this is the movie where he turns. Yeah, it's all because of James Franco in the first one, you know, where he, he's just like, yes. no, they're compassionate, you know, and, but yeah. Well, they they kind of reiterate that in the second movie, too, with, I forget that guy's that name. That one dude, yeah. He was in Terminator. Yeah. But they keep, they, the humans keep fucking up, though. They keep making things worse, and he's like, he's getting to the point where he's like, okay, I, I guess there's nothing we can do now except for we gotta, we gotta, you know, protect ourselves and our families and all that stuff. And so this movie just looks badass because it's a full-out war. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm so excited for that, uh, just to see what, what they're going to do. Um, boy, it just seems like, you know, between Rogue One and this movie, they're finally just getting down to the nitty gritty with shit. And I just, I love it. Taking properties that we know and love, but like turning it on its head and doing something different. And I just can't wait. It's, it's going to be a great summer because Spider-Man comes out on the 7th of July and War of the Planet of the Apes go the following week. So, that's mm. that's awesome i can't wait for the july shit that's a good two weeks right there yeah but the big trailer also another big trailer that dropped and i think it's the first big movie of the summer right which is like in may is uh i think so may or march oh is it man may i don't march? i think may i want to say may because there's some big movies coming out in april too like i know fast and the furious uh trailer is going to drop in a couple days we couldn't Sunday. That's the one that we couldn't review. Yeah. Um, uh, Guardians is May seventh, or I'm sorry, May fifth. May fifth. Okay, so that's the bit, the first big movie of the summer, and that I cannot. They didn't even need to really show me a trailer because I'm already going to go watch that movie. But I'm just even more excited for this movie. It's so quirky and and interesting, and you know, and um, it looks like it's just more of the same, but except for they're up the ante, I guess. I don't know, if, um, especially with some of the rumors that have been going around of what they're going to be doing with Star Lord's dad and all that stuff. Um, but it just looks yeah, they didn't show awesome. that. Yeah, it looks awesome. And uh, this is just a teaser too. Um, but it looks like Baby Groot is going to steal the show. <laughs> he just, <laughs> yeah, he just looks he just looks awesome. Um, and- I wonder if they record Vin Diesel and they just they just. They they like raised a pitch on his voice. Um, probably, you know, one of the things that kind of bothered me about that is like he's, you know, now he's part of the Marvel universe, but all he says is, you know, the same three words over and over again. Like records him like hundred thousand different ways, and he kind of feels like right. like he's hot shit or something like that. Is he is he on the set ever? 
you know, running around as Groot or, I mean, he can't as baby. No, Groot. because, no, because, uh, I think it was somebody else that on was on stilts, right? Somebody on stilts. Yeah. 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 So, and, uh, it's actually, uh, who's, what's uh, James Gunn's brother is actually rocket raccoon. So what's, uh, Bradley Cooper's not even on set. Yeah. So that, I mean, what a job. I mean, other than Robert Downey Jr., you know, he's Groot is has the easiest job, or Vin Diesel has the easiest Dude, job. I, we've said it so many times. RDJ has the best fucking job ever. Oh my god! He doesn't have like he, he gets into like a half costume, right? Yeah. Then he sits in front of a camera, and then for the rest of the other time, he's in like multi-million dollar suits and shit, driving around in sports cars. Like that's that's. I mean that's Tony Stark, right? Like, but it's fucking. It's a perfect fucking. It's an awesome job. Yeah, totally. And he gets paid a shit ton of money for it, and he's. I mean, he's really good at it. But Jesus, what a fucking awesome job! Yeah, he's grandfathered in, man. They, he's the only one with that that Marvel contract. You know, nobody else has that shit. Um, he's just getting just paid left and right. It's he only needs to make a Marvel movie once every ten years, and he's he's fine. But, I mean, if, he makes one Marvel movie, and he can send, like, an entire high school to college and pay for all four years. <laughs> like, ten different times. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, so, some interesting news. I mean, we normally don't talk about games on here, but there's some really we cool stuff. More often. Yeah. We should talk about games more often. Than, let me, I, I, I'm on Gamefly, so, like, I get games all the time. I don't get to play as much as I want to because, you know, two kids or whatever, but... Um, there's like, I, I just, I just, it's, it's an older game, but, uh, or an older game in console realm, but I just finished quantum break. Oh, how that was that? Fucking sick. It's so sick. Oh, it actually man. had episodes of like TV show in there and it had four or five episodes, like 15, 20 minutes long of actual show. Like it felt like it was, uh, it was a Fox like fringe. Show. Oh, interesting. And now, I mean, they got they got they got Littlefinger playing the bad guy. Oh, cool! So from Game of Thrones, quality, yeah. And it's Sean Astin from the X Men series playing the main guy. Sean Ash, and they got Ash. Dominic, uh, uh, Sean Ashmore. Sorry, yeah. Sean Ashmore. And then they got Dominic something from Lost, and also from Lord of the Rings. Oh, he's in it too. Right on, Dominic Monaghan. Um, so like, yeah, yeah. So they've got like fucking ridiculously great actors in this in this movie or i'm sorry in this in this in this uh video game but it's also like a tv show too but the i mean it's the production value like i don't even know how to describe the production value of this game it's probably the best looking game i've seen in a long time that sounds interesting coupled with like how yeah and it's like you get like superpowers basically you get to like fuck with time so um so have you ever um uh played uh the games ICO or Shadows of the Colossus. Shadow, yeah, Shadow Shadows of the Colossus. Of Colossus yeah. Yeah, yeah, that company, that company makes phenomenal games. Of course, they're very few and far in between because they have like high production value and they spend years yeah. developing. Where they just came out with the, uh, their newest game came out a couple of days ago, and it it it's been in development hell for a long time. Because it just, I don't know, it, it looks gorgeous. And I, I've seen the trailer like two or three years ago. And I was like, when is yeah. this fucking game going to come out? Well, it finally came out. And it's got huge ratings. Um, it's The Last Guardian. And it, it looks like you, I've played a demo of it where you're just like this little boy. And you're kind of held up in this, I don't know, castle or something. And there's this huge dog. Like It reminds me of Falcor on... Uh, what is it? Uh, never ending story. It's like this huge, you know, mm -hmm. flying dog or whatever. And you kind of like make friends with it and you, you, um, he's kind of like your guardian, but you can control him kind of like tell him what to do things. And it's like basically puzzle solving, but it's like, but it's a 3d adventure game. So it, it it's in the same vein as ICO and shadow of the Colossus. Um, and I think it's even may even be in the same universe because it, they all look the same. They all kind of have that same feel, and tone, but I can't wait to play it. It looks, it looks incredible. Um, Shadow of the Colossus was one of the best games that I've ever played. And I think you, I think you fight like what? Seven Colossi. Yeah. In the, in the seven game. or eight. And, and it's, it's very simple. It's just a simple premise. 
But yeah, but there's there was something about it, like to be able to fight each one and to be able to solve the puzzles to get to that point. Mm-hmm. It was just it's so freaking good that game. I I remember playing it for the when they re-released it for the PS3. They upped the graphics. Yes, that's what I bought for it. Mm-hmm. It's- so anyway, so I have I have I have this on my uh, I have this on my GameFly queue. So I'm probably not going to get it for like a couple of months. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be sold out for a long time. It's, but it's. I can't wait. I cannot wait to play it on the PS4. Um, and then a couple other things. Uh, you know, uh, The Last of Us. Um, want another phenomenal at your place. Phenomenal game. Just the first one. Yeah, phenomenal game. Um, they're coming out with a sequel. I just like they just dropped the trailer out of nowhere, and people just went apeshit, including myself. And the trailer is very that's simple. True, it was a. It's a very true teaser too. You yes, to, you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, it, it's so well done. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. People out there, if you played, if you haven't played Last of Us, you have to play it. Um, it's such an incredible like post-apocalyptic zombie um, situation, and it's made by the same people that made <laughs> Uncharted. Yes, and this girl, she actually gets bit, but she doesn't turn, so she has some sort of like. I don't know, enzyme or some sort of, she's immune to the zombie bites. And so the guy tries to escort her across the country to a place where they could take her blood and try to make a cure. But once they get there, they realize there's nothing there. Everything's trashed. And so they just go back to living somewhere. You know, it's kind of a, a like a morbid ending. And you, and you think, oh, okay, well, what are they going to do now? And you think, well, that's just a standalone game. But they made a new game. And the teaser is very like, um, like you said, just it is a teaser. You have no idea what's going on. It's just her playing a guitar, and then the guy, the, her guardian, walks in and goes, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "I'm going to kill all of them." And she's older, you know, they look older, which I like. And then it just ends, and you're like, "What the hell? What is this?" You know. So I'm, oh fuck me, dude, I'm stoked. I, I can't wait to play that either. Um, and speaking of Uncharted, yes. Oh um, man. That trailer was unbelievable. It was like eight minutes so long. Uncharted 4. I just finished Uncharted 4 like three months ago or two months ago, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, you haven't played it no, yet. No, I haven't I have. played it yet. It's fu- the Uncharted series are, are so good. Yes. And now it looks like uh, – so this new one's called Uncharted The Lost Legacy, and it looks like they're uh, – so spoilers. It looks like it's the daughter that is the um, – the main character in this one, but I'm not too sure. Yeah. It's the British girl, isn't it? I thought that was, um, I thought it was Drake's ex-girlfriend or something like that, but she was in it, but I didn't, was she was the, was she the one running around? Yeah. I think, that was the I, I think I, Oh man, now you're, you might be right. I don't know. I, I, what I got out of it, cause I only watched the trailer once, but what I got out of it when she, yeah, me too. when she raised her, her hood and like talked and she had that British accent. I was like, Oh, is that the girl that, Drake was seen, you know, after the reporter that he saw, you know, because she shows up in the third game, right? In the third, I think in the third game. Um, I don't remember. You might be right, though. Um, I, I only saw it once, so I don't, I don't know because it – well, fuck, you haven't played the game. But there's there's something that happens at the end of Uncharted 4 where it made me think that it was the daughter. Okay. Well, it could be. Um, but at any rate, it's using a character that we've seen before and creating kind of a spinoff. Um, and it it looks, you know, I mean, they didn't show a lot of action or whatever, but it just was really cool to see that the Uncharted series is not done yet. Like they're just going a different direction, which which is very cool. And I, I trust the Naughty Dog is it's Naughty Dog, right? Yeah, they, they're yes. they're very consistent, so I'm stoked about that. That's going to be pretty good. But yeah, just a lot of trailers, a lot of trailers for movies and games. Everything that dropped last week, just a lot of goodness. And then like one sore, you know, one herpy. <laughs> that's that's Transformers. <laughs> but other than that, everything one else is pretty good. Herpes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um so. The mid-season finales happened for CW, and that's where we're going to end our our podcast on is is talking about the mid-season finales after you know the. It's just a weird, it's a weird way that they ended the mid-season because the fucking crossover happened the week before, yeah. And then, other than mentioning it a couple times, like it wasn't that big of a deal, 
you know, and they just come back to like everyday life. Yeah. I mean, you and I kind of mentioned that last week and we kind of talked about it off podcast about how they kind of really like, I like things to be tidied up, you know, before you go into something big like that crossover, that crossover should have been a standalone mini series, which it was, but I mean, it, it still was in the middle of all the other shit that was still going on. And that really irritated me. So coming back this week, it was like, it was weird. Like you said, it was just kind of like, okay, nothing ever. They mentioned the Dominators a couple times. Like, oh, you remember that what happened last week? Yeah, that was shitty. And then they just kind of keep talking about whatever is going on. And I'm like, that's dumb. You know, I don't, I don't understand that, you know, other than legends, legends kind of did it better than the other shows talking about the crossover, but the other shows just kind of like, just kind of kept going and wait, was there legends? Yes, there was a legends of tomorrow. Um, I didn't get all the way through it, but it continues. Most of it continues the dominator effect, uh, because of, um, uh, Martin, Martin keeps talking about it. He finally reveals to Sarah that um, he has a daughter and she gets really uptight and says, um, basically like, you know what we have to do, you know? And he's like, no, we're not going to erase her. You know, like she's a living human being. She's like, no, she's a lie. You know, that's not, she's not real. And he's like, uh, he's, she's pretty fucking real. Like I met her. Now I have the memories of her in my brain, you know, like, so they kind of continue that storyline from last week, which I didn't mind because it made sense. But the other shows yeah. like Flash and Arrow, they kind of just like, oh, that, yeah, that thing that happened last week, that was weird, right? Oh, shit. Oh, there's Avatar. Let's go. You know, it's like, uh, it, it was just weird. I don't know. Um, what did you think of uh, The Flash, though? Did you think that was an improvement over last week, this week's show? Like a little bit back back to normal? It was okay. I think it was just okay. Um, I mean, the whole – it was – it didn't really have too much of a cliffhanger ending, which was I was kind of surprised about. Yeah, me too. Um, so it, it kind of – like you said, it kind of like everything kind of resolved itself – well, even though you know it's not going to resolve itself, but it was a weird way to end the mid-season finale where there was no cliffhanger. Like, it seemed like everything was honky-dory for now, and that was it. Yeah. Like, they get their own place, and it just ended. Yeah, because there was a big reveal in the middle of it. Spoilers, everybody. But the big reveal was that he zips – doesn't he zip into the future, and he sees, like, Iris get killed well, by he, Savitar? He throws, he, he throws the Philosopher's Stone – um, into like that's some, so ridiculous. The, the speed, whatever speed time force, line, whatever it is, speed. Oh, yeah. yeah, throws it into the speed force, and then he gets jolted into the future, right? And he sees he sees Savitar kill Iris, and then and then the other Flash from the other Earth, you know, John Wesley Ship, who had an awesome fucking throwback nostalgia oh, moment yes. with the trickster Mark Hamill. It was really quick, but still awesome. But he pulls him out of the future. And pulls him back to the present. And immediately Barry's like, well, I'm not going to let Iris die. And I'm like, what the fuck, Barry? Yeah. <laughs> like, you, seriously, you fucking learned nothing. I know. You just fucking fucked with everybody. And you just got over that. Like, you know, Cisco's just starting to talk to you. And and Savitar just fucking told you that somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to betray you. And somebody's going to wish they were dead. Right. And you saw that shit happen. And then the first thing you fucking say is... I'm not going to let her die. And I'm like, what the fuck? Come on, man. Like, you don't fucking learn. No. And, like, Wesley Ship is just like, or Jay Garrick's Flash. He's he's like, uh, you know, hey, the future hasn't been written yet. Kind of like Doc Brown. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you and just. And Sarah Connor. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes when you try to prevent something really hard, you end up making it happen. So. Yeah, the perfect. The perfect, the perfect moment that's ever been done is one of the very few moments in this movie that's actually pretty decent. Uh, no, actually, this is the this is the good one. It's the it's the first Matrix mm -hmm. where the Oracle says, "And don't worry about the vase." And he's like, "What vase?" And then he knocks it over and breaks it. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And she's like, "That's okay. What's really gonna like fuck you up later is is when you think about would you have broken it if I didn't mention it?" Ah, see. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, like fucking Anakin all over again, trying to save Padme and ends up killing her. You know, it's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, uh, so I watched Arrow too. And uh, okay, so for for if I know there's I know there's like commercials in it, but let's just say there's 60 minutes of the show, right? Mm-hmm. To make the math easy, for 50 minutes, this show pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> to, to no end, this show pissed me off for 50 minutes. Yes, and then it wasn't until like the last 10 that was like pretty good. Yes, I totally agree. And that's Arrow usually <laughs> from week to week. They they have like these glimpses of like, oh, that's pretty cool, and then. Bullshit. It's just it's like a it's just melodrama now. And I'm like, oh my God, like when the CW show first got arrow, I was so skeptical. I was like, really, you're gonna like do this character? Like there's so many other characters, like start some do something else. But I, I people kept telling me you've got to watch this show. I didn't watch it until season two ended when someone said, Please go on Netflix and watch this show. So I did, and I fell in love with it because those first two seasons are brutal. And he's like killing people and he's like, he's kind of developing himself and he's like, he's losing people left and right. And I mean, it's, it is great. It it, is better villains. I mean, it was awesome. And then you get to season three and four and you're like, what the fuck is this? And then in this season, it's like complete like CW melodrama. It's like Dawson's Creek, but with, with people fighting, you know? Yeah. And And how – okay, so one of the things that pissed me off about Arrow and also it happened in The Flash was how many times are you going to reveal your secret identity to? Oh, shit. Like Flash just fucking pulls off his fucking mask right in front of Tom Felton or whoever his name is in the show. Malfoy. Malfoy. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Malfoy, but that's what we're going to call him. And, and, oh, another thing. So nobody has read Harry Potter in in The Flash. (laughs) There's no Flash. The there's no Harry started. Potter in the Flash. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, like there's no somebody get somebody call like Professor McGonagall and <laughs> let's fucking fix this shit. Because that's a UK. Don't throw it into the United fucking Kingdom, Speed Force. Right? Is that the United Kingdom yeah. version? Is the Philosopher's Stone? Yeah, we have the Sorcerer's Stone. Well, you got fucking Malfoy right there. <laughs> so I was expecting Snape to show up and be like, "Don't do that, yeah. Harry." Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, but like, but in the Arrow, like he again, everybody knows he's fucking you know working with the Arrow. Everybody, everybody knows. Everybody fucking knows. Yep. Like it's such a shock. It like it's it's actually a shock to like a quote unquote team Arrow when like the bad guy knows who who, who Arrow <laughs> is, and it's like you ha- you you have over twenty people I think on the show that know who the fuck you are. He's got a neon, that's a lot. He's got a neon sign outside of his lair that says Arrow is. Yeah, it here. says not flat. It's, this says not Arrow. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver Queen is. It's not the same. There. It's a, yeah. It's the same fucking. It's the same shirt that Bruce Wayne goes around in Justice League saying I'm not Batman <laughs> while he's recruiting everybody for the Justice League <laughs> yeah. in broad fucking daylight. <laughs> I'm looking for the guy who talks to fish. I'm the guy who talks to bats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not Bruce Wayne yeah. or Batman. <laughs> That's not my yacht. Yeah. <laughs> or my bat boat. And the other thing, the other thing that like really pissed me off was I, they've had this name on Arrow for a while, but like. The Throwing Star Killer? That's the fucking worst name ever. <laughs> Who was the fucking reporter that came up with that name? It wasn't Cisco because he actually comes up with good names. But Yeah, The Throwing Star Killer. <laughs> That's the best name you got. <laughs> it's pretty bad. That's really Why bad. Why don't you just call him The Ninja? Like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Yeah, call him the call ninja, him just... the throwing star. That's that's one of the worst names that I've ever just seen. Like him... a fake newspaper, like in in a DC show, has come up with a name since Smallville when they called Superman the Red Blue Blur. Oh, like yeah. what the fuck kind of? <laughs> na- oh my god, that was so fucking stupid. <laughs> that was really bad. I didn't like that at all either. And plus, that should have been like, what did they call the Flash before? Did he ever had a name before that? It wasn't the red blur. It was something different. I don't know. No, it was something different. Yeah, it was something. It wasn't the Flash. It was. It was Iris who came up with the Flash, but he was called something stupid before that. Yeah, but like, (laughs) but that was, you know, that was like the Red Streak or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Which is so, better still, than the like, red blur, blur. That's better than that. Yeah, and the throwing star killer. They could have just called him Star Killer. That'd be badass. And then be more yeah. like a Star Wars reference, or, but Well, who the hell throws who throws who throws stars? <laughs> you, sound like Nin- ninjas. you sound like Austin ninjas. Powers. Who throws oh, a yeah. shoe, honestly? <laughs> yeah. Well, if this was if if that guy was it, it would be like the black shoe throwing killer. <laughs> <laughs> Who throws a shoe? Honestly, yeah. That's... So, like, if he went around like shooting a gun or whatever, it'd be like the bullet firing automatic gun, gun killer. killer. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah, it's it, that show's gotten ridiculous. And in Team Arrow, I mean, they got one guy that has like his clothes come to life and like. <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is that and he's bulletproof i'm like what why don't they just send that yeah, guy out all the time i, I don't know just send that guy yeah, out all i don't the know time. why that guy i don't know why that guy is training without like when they're training <laughs> he's training without that shit <laughs> like he's fighting the fucking guy who like came from tech support who his costume <laughs> is fucking painting a black tee right on his face on his face like i don't know who you are right <laughs> you got the same hair yeah <laughs> <laughs> the dude's black already, and then you fucking paint like he's a dark black dude, and they paint. Then they put black makeup on top of his face. <laughs> fucking, that's not the most the racist his, thing. It's wait, like black face what's on it, black what's his face. Code name? That's awful. What's his code name? What's his code name? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what's his, does the T stand for? Tech support on his face. <laughs> Uh, what's diggle has a code name too oh my god fucking diggle he fucking runs around in a leather jacket and like a fucking a shitty looking motorcycle helmet <laughs> and, and he fires like he's firing nine millimeter yeah uh, yeah he's firing with like rubber bullets and shit but still it's fucking stupid well at least he's not the guardian you know from supergirl so but well yeah i mean that but that guy went like diggle has like he's like a former marine in the show or whatever you know, plus that guy's fucking jacked as shit. But, you know, but the guy from tech support, that's so fucking stupid. It is dumb. Well, again, they're causing melodrama because his boyfriend or the or his husband, sorry, because he's married. His husband is just like, you've been gone nights forever. He's like, I, I really wish you were having an affair, <laughs> basically, because it, I don't I don't <laughs> yeah. like that you're I don't like that you're out fighting crime. It's like I'm, uh, you know, either 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 fight crime or, or be with me. And he's like, I'd rather fight crime. And he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate the throwaway lines in um, superhero TV shows or movies mm-hmm. where the significant other finds out that you're the superhero and or a cop, right? And so this also happens in a lot of cop TV shows and cop movies where. The significant other is like, I just, it, it, this like, mo- this happened in Backdraft, in the movie Backdraft, mm-hmm. and, which is a great film, where Rebecca De Mornay, and so did this guy last night or the, the other night, say, you know, I, I love you too much. I just, the chances that you take, I can't sit here and like watch you do it. Right. I, I love you too much. So I'm just going to fucking break your heart and leave you so that you make a mistake while you're on the line of duty and you get killed anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, I'm fucking some other dude, and I'm having a good time. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Win win. It happens. It happens in every. Yeah, I can't stand that shit. If you love dangerous. someone that much, you don't leave. You just deal with it. You know. Right. You deal like with you it. knew he was going to be a cop, like, or you know. I mean, in this this, this guy's situation is a little bit different because he fucking lied to him. Because, he, like, in your right mind, like, think about all the tech support people, and I'm not being like prejudice against tech support people but like this guy was basically the prototypical tech support guy yeah would you ever think that guy was out fighting crime no no not to mention that he's only been training for two goddamn weeks and <laughs> fought aliens the week before <laughs> oh and then they did that whole thing where the girl uh betrayed them and and all that shit so no. well that was already written in the stone that was already written from her who she was yeah like, but name. they did a bad job hiding that because when it, it was revealed i didn't care i was like oh i wasn't like well, oh they my revealed god it the week before i know which is so stupid 
you know, it works a lot better. They revealed it in the um, they real they revealed <laughs> it in the the week uh, the the promos for the coming week. Yeah, I oh god, it's so stupid. Yeah, that was not a really like shocking reveal at all. Like that really bothered me. I was like, oh, that'd have been badass. But the real that wasn't it. the real cliffhanger though. The real cliffhanger that yeah, I'm actually not surprised about, but. The Black Canary is back. Laurel Lance. You know, so she, do you have any theories on why or how she's back? Do you think it has something to do with Flashpoint or, or is she? Ooh, that's a good pull. Maybe because, but so, you knew she was coming back anyway. Well, when she died, I thought because I saw them whispering to each other through the window, and when, so when she died, I had this suspicion that she was basically telling him, "Hey, I'm going to fake my death." And this is going to come back around later on where uh, when I, I'll be back when I'm needed or some shit. But no, they're just like, she's fucking dead. And I was like, oh, wow, my God, they killed her. Like, what, that's crazy. And now that she's popped back, I was kind of like, I was, I was surprised. But at the same time, I'm like, how are they going to explain this? I wasn't surprised. I was like, I how are they going to explain this? Dude, for, for three seasons, other than like Ollie's parents, everybody has come back from the dead with a fucking blood blast. <laughs> like, that was like, like ongoing... I, that was the ongoing thing. Like if you died on the show or whatever, you had a, you came back from the dead I, and you had a bloodlust. I would laugh. I will laugh my ass off, literally. I and I will stop watching that show if they put her in the Lazarus pit and she has a bloodlust. I'll be like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. You could just tell me how it ends because yeah, it doesn't even need to be called a bloodlust. If she just goes out and just starts like beating the shit out of people like really, really violently, yeah, I'm gonna call that a bloodlust. And I'm like. <laughs> You guys realize you're recycling the same fucking storyline. Yeah. I mean, you just changed the you just changed the white canary to black canary. That's how fucking lazy you guys are getting. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So I don't know. She's she's a you know I I I didn't used to like her a long time ago. Then I started to like her again, and and they killed her off, and I was like, whatever. When yeah, I I when she had like that whole, I started not liking her character. When she started having, like, was an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, now her, thought, now her dad's an alcoholic. Like, He's the waste of space. I want that guy to die. Like, I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tired of that character. I'm tired of Captain Lance. He's he's such a he, – that storyline is done. Like, just let him go away peacefully. Like, leave the city. Like, both his daughters are dead. He's an alcoholic. Like, what's his name? Not anymore. They took pity on him and said, hey, we'll hire you as deputy. Well, maybe he'll stop drinking now. Maybe he'll stop drinking now that that he knows that both his daughters are alive. Oh, or he'll start drinking again because he's like, oh, my God. Like, Uh, so happy. I'm so (laughs) happy that he gets hit by a bus. So, <laughs> or has a or has a heart attack like right there, right? right. And then they take him. Night. They take him to the Lazarus pit. And then he wakes up with the bloodlust. <laughs> <laughs> the shit starts over all over again. Or uh, Barry fucks something up with the timeline and he comes back. Yeah, exactly. I just, uh, yeah, I just want things resolved at this point and move on to something. Else. I seriously need to sit down in the like. I need to sit down in the CW's writers' room and be like, "You fucking did this already." Next, <laughs> yeah, the Simpsons did it first. Move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you guys did it in season one. Move on. You guys did that in season two. Next one. You did this. I'm gonna three sit down in like the year. flashes. I'm gonna sit down in like the flashes' writers' room, like for season five, right, and be like, or what are we so for season four? And I'll be like, all right, who's going to be the baddie? And I'm going to say the first person that says a fucking speeder is going to get knifed in a fucking jugular. <laughs> you have like the family feud button. You're like, eh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I got a throw. I got a fucking throwing star right here. The person who says speedster and time travel is going to fucking get it. <laughs> oh, man, totally. <laughs> They're getting really super lazy. There's just let's just uh, let's just throw speedsters <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Speedsters are in every show yeah. now. Every show has got a speedster. I mean, yeah, I mean seriously, like he's got more. He's got more. Than that. <laughs> it's because you took. It's because you took. You took Captain Cold and Fire Guy. You heat know, wave. to Legends. Great. Yeah, yeah Heat Wave. You, you took him away. Fine. Okay. Well, you still got Boomerang. Make that guy cool because he fucking sucked in Suicide Squad. <laughs> You know, do something with that guy. Make him actually use a fucking boomerang because I don't even really think he used a boomerang in Suicide Squad. He did one time. Knock somebody out. It, I it, think he, it, it didn't I get think it back. He, I think he used it more. I think, yeah. He used it. He doesn't know how, he doesn't know how a boomerang works. He used it once. He used it more times in the Justice League teaser, I think, than he did in the Suicide movie. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Um, so, you know, bring back Captain Boomerang, bring that, like, stop, stop using, like, these, like, his, his other, like, hall of villains, like Mirror Master, mm-hmm. and just, like, destroying, like, killing them off. Because, like, fuck, stop using speedsters, seriously. Yeah. All, the guy's always faster than the other fucking guy. He's always faster than Barry in the beginning, and then he'll find a way to either become faster or, you know, alter the speed or do something or go back in time and fucking do something that way. Right. It's, it is getting old hat. It's getting boring. Um, and I'm sick of seeing Harrison Wells in different. Yeah, I know. Ty- I, I'm tired of all that stuff. They, they really, I'm hoping they just kind of, I, I really, I really liked him in the last incarnation of it, mm-hmm. of him I did too. where he was not the evil hair. Like I still love the evil Harrison Wells. Like that was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But even the last version of him where he was from the different earth too, I liked that guy, mm-hmm. um, but this one's fucking annoying as yeah, shit. Yeah, he's, he's really um, annoying. He reminds me more of the brother from Scrubs than he does <laughs> anything else. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because he's he's in he was in Scrubs, so yep. Um, he's basically that guy. Yeah, from Scrubs. He's extremely. He's annoying. JD's brother. He's extremely annoying. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say this now. We got we got you know five months, four 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 or five months. Until the season finale of The Flash. So fucking help me if you get other speedsters, go back in time, go forward in time, or get faster to beat Savitar, I, I might stop watching you. Yeah, I, I'm thinking the Give same me thing. something else. Yeah. Give me something else to beat this guy. If if Barry shows up with, like, Lucille from The Fucking Walking Dead and beats him that way, I'll be happy. <laughs> Negan, let me borrow this. Oh, if man. he if he if he runs over to fucking Star City and and gets to throwing Star Killer's stars and kills him that way, I'm gonna be happy. Just don't do the same goddamn shit that you've already no. done. No, it, it's this has been not been a great TV season um, regarding these shows, and also like you just mentioned, Walking Dead. It hasn't really been a strong season there either. There's a lot of people that are bent. Oh, bent one on last show. thing too. Mm-hmm. If Savitar pulls off his mask and it's fucking Wells. I'm definitely going to stop watching you. Oh my god! Yeah, I think isn't he like a just a speed god? Like like Barry he's cannot. The, oh, so that's oh, so that's what I wanted to mention. Yeah, he's he's the first speedster, and I was like, oh, so he's like Blade Three, Dracula, the he's Blade the Trinity, first, like vampire. <laughs> yeah, he's like this is, and immediately I'm like, oh god, the season sucks because you know Blade Trinity was so goddamn bad, just so bad, yeah. Which ironically has fucking heat, uh, heat, heat wave in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It all comes around, man. It yeah. all comes around. But so I, as far as like mid-season finale, are you caught? I don't watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And you do. Are you all caught up on that? Yeah, I, I am. And I remember you mentioning that you wanted to talk about the 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 secret Marvel teaser, but unfortunately, like when the episode ended, I fucking deleted it off my DVR. <laughs> I don't know what the teaser was. <laughs> also, also it was like late at night and I was drinking, so I don't remember too much of the season, <laughs> the season finale. <laughs> it, you've been, t- I mean, well, there you go. <laughs> I'll have to, I, and usually... that's, our, that's our review of Marvel's agents. Of Shield. <laughs> exactly. Drank yourself into a stupor and didn't watch it and missed everything. And the teaser. That they were, uh, t- <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, I did watch it though. <laughs> that's a- <laughs> or did you just like watch through it? You didn't really, really watching it. You're just like, no, oh. no, I really did watch it. I'm trying to remember now. Okay, so I think Ghost Rider disappears somewhere. He's no longer around. Something happens to him, um, and that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Barry fucks up the timeline, and Ghost Rider disappears. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, fuck. That's I guess it wasn't that great because yeah. I don't remember. There you go. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's just man. This last week, there's a lot going on, and and we didn't even get to the good stuff, which you know we will eventually or soon. But- yeah, we're 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 gonna be really behind in reviewing Westworld, but but stick with us because next week we're gonna next week we're gonna do or actually it's gonna be this week hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, we're gonna try to do Ash versus Evil Dead. That season finale is is this Sunday, I believe, or Saturday. Yeah. Um so look forward to to that review. Hopefully that'll come out uh in the same week. Hopefully get a bonus yeah, podcast. You get a bonus pod because oh man, Westworld mm-hmm. Westworld deserves like a ten hour podcast. It's so fucking dense. But uh yeah, it, it was a good week. 
good week of a lot of crazy news. That's why we decided to do a casserole episode. But we'll be back to our normal format next week. Uh, some really good stuff coming up next week. Can't wait. But uh, oh yeah, you guys are gonna get. You guys are hopefully gonna get two podcasts this week, and Rogue One drops. Yes, so it's it's gonna be a good. It's a good month. There's some good shit happening. But uh, that is episode fifty-seven. Uh, casserole episode number six of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Heck. Until next week, chew on that, folks. Later.